BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. I'm Adi Bolaños, and this is the California Report. All criminal charges have been dropped against Pacific Gas and Electric for its role in the deadly Zog fire in 2020. The fire killed four people and burned more than 55,000 acres in Shasta and Tehama counties. In a deal with the Shasta County DA, the utility will pay $45 million to community agencies and nonprofits. It will also pay a $5 million civil penalty to the county. Here's Shasta County District Attorney Stephanie Bridget. We are going into fire season, and everything that I can do, everything I can force PG&E to do, or that I can give back to our community to make sure that we are ready to prevent fires and to respond to them when and if they happen is a primary goal in the resolution of this case. Shasta County had charged PG&E with crimes including involuntary manslaughter. The county argued the utility failed to remove a dangerous tree. And an investigation found the fire likely started after a damaged tree fell on power lines. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. By next year, every county in California will have to implement a new statewide program called CARE Court. 
It focuses on getting unhoused people with severe mental health disorders into treatment. Eight counties have already agreed to begin early. In this first installment of our Care Court series, KQED politics editor Scott Schaefer looks at one of those counties up first, San Francisco, where even some liberals say the city's compassionate approach to homelessness and drug use on the streets is failing. Since the 1960s, San Francisco has embraced a reputation as a liberal and free-spirited place, attracting people seeking a tolerant, live-and-let-live attitude. People like Jared Benson. He came up to San Francisco from San Jose in search of fentanyl. Out here, it's everywhere, because you don't have to look for the drugs out here. They, 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 find, the drugs will find you out here. Some see the city's generous programs for housing, food, and drug treatment as a magnet to draw more people here. Now, with a street and public safety situation Mayor London Breed says has gotten out of control, she's pushing for a course correction. The conditions and what we see and and allowing people just because they suffer from an addiction to just live in peace is not okay when it's impacting the community, especially as some of the issues and violence continues to grow. When it's up and running, CareCorps will allow first responders, family members, clinicians, and others to ask a judge to order a treatment plan for unhoused people with severe psychotic disorders. It's voluntary, but supporters hope with a little help from the black robe effect, people will feel compelled to comply. But Johnny Crawford, who works with a cleaning crew for public bathrooms on San Francisco streets, thinks that's the wrong approach. I have mental health issues, and I've dealt with addiction. Me personally, I think, you know, trying to push somebody into doing something they don't want to do, that's not fair. It's not right. I wouldn't do it. For the past decade, mental health social worker Charlie Berman has worked on the streets of San Francisco with exactly the kind of people Care Court targets. Berman doesn't necessarily oppose the program, but he's skeptical. I think Care Court really isn't going to do much of anything more than the existing programs we have because those existing programs are already not really able to do their job as well as they should due to lack of capacity. Berman says already people are spending too much time hospitalized because there's nowhere to move them. Care Courts could add a thousand or more new psychiatric patients to the system, making that problem even worse. And that means so many people who are cycling in and out of the psych emergency room aren't getting inpatient services because half the people at SF General are awaiting placement. Mayor Breed says the city has added about 400 beds for people receiving mental health treatment. So we're giving people an opportunity, but if things continue to persist, we need to take action. Breed, who is relatively moderate by San Francisco's political standards, often clashes with more liberal members of the Board of Supervisors. She seems to relish the fight. The conversation is going to, I'm sure, turn ugly politically, but it is necessary. People are sick and tired, and we have to clean up the streets. Hillary Ronan is one of the most liberal members of the Board of Supervisors. She sees income inequality as the root cause of these problems. She says care courts are just the newest shiny object taking attention away from all the other things the city tries, but never seems to finish. It's not the design of care court that I have a problem with. It's the constant 
diversion of attention and strategies and the inability to stick with one strategy and see it through to see if it works or it doesn't work. Meanwhile, San Francisco City Attorney David Chu worries about all the legal costs associated with Care Court, like a requirement to have five court hearings before a treatment plan is even approved. In addition to the work our office is going to do, there's the work of, say, public defenders and other advocates, work of the court itself, and all of these actors are going to need additional resources. But Chu notes the state hasn't allocated any additional money for that. In fact, the lack of adequate resources to implement Care Court is the most common concern of city officials I spoke to. But Mayor Breed, who may ultimately be held accountable for the success or failure of it, dismisses those concerns. There's never enough money for anything, period. But the fact is, that can't be an excuse for not trying. The city is hiring staff to do outreach, coordination, and program evaluation, and planning with all the city agencies responsible for implementing Care Court. Officials insist they'll be ready to go by October 1st. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer in San Francisco. And that's the California Report for Thursday, June 1st. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Guideline. Their automated 401k plans can be set up in 20 minutes. More at Guideline.com CA. Guideline, the California way to 401k. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes 11th Hour Racing, working to connect sustainability with sport to help restore ocean health. On the web at 11thHourRacing.org. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.